Good morning, my friends, and uh, welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, May the 6th. Wherever you are, I wish you God's goodness and God's life and love uh, right where you are today. And uh, thanks for just being part of this and and breaking open God's word with me today. I, I love that. So, Let's dive right into it. Um, we've got the shortest gospel that you're going to hear, well, that we have heard in a long time. Uh, we're going to follow up immediately on the heels of yesterday's reading. That was the vine and the branches, John 15, 1 through 8. Today we'll go John 15, 9 through 11. So John 15, 9 through 11. Let's break open this uh, small gospel for us today. And let's uh, invite the Holy Spirit to open us to see where the Spirit would invite us today in this reading. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we continue the theme that we heard yesterday, right? Remember in those eight verses yesterday, the, the uh, I am the vine, you are the branches. Jesus says five times, remain in me, remain in me. I mean, it is the one thing in our lives that we need to really keep at the forefront of, of what is driving us today, what, what is driving our actions, our intentions, our, our speech, our, our thought, whatever it is. Is it to remain in Christ? Is it coming from him? Is that the sap that is going through me that is spurring these things? Or is it my own stuff? And Jesus says the same thing to us today. Uh, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. Remain in me. Remain in this place. You know, it's interesting now, again, this will tell you something about me, and, and, and on lesser days, the, the immaturity uh, within me. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. That's the, the next verse, so I suspect that's verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. On my lesser days, my friends, I can read that and see it as, oh, I better keep the commandments because then I remain in Christ's love. Because if I don't keep his commandments, Christ is going to stop loving me. Just as Jesus kept his father's commandments, but if he didn't, the father would have stopped loving him. Let me reread that so you can help understand, again, on my lesser days, what, what this may come from. If you keep, so this is Jesus, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. Almost as if he's saying, but if you don't keep my commandments, you won't remain in my love. Well, that is what he's saying. But he's not saying it from the perspective of my love is conditional. And I'm going to give it to you if you remain in me and you keep my commandments, but I'm going to take it away if you don't. 
My friends, I think, now again, this, these are my thoughts. You throw them out if you don't think they're, they're good. But I really think that's not what Jesus is saying at all. I think we're the gatekeepers of that. I think Jesus' love for us is unconditional, just as the Father's love for Jesus is unconditional. But the, the issue is ourselves. If we keep those commandments, we stay in that relationship with Christ. We experience that um, unconditional grace and goodness and mercy of God. We remain under that umbrella. But if we don't keep those commandments, we take ourselves outside of that umbrella. That conditional, or excuse me, the unconditional love of God remains with us. But as it were, we would be Adam and Eve in the garden when they had eaten of the fruit and they noticed they were naked. Suddenly their eyes were open and they, uh, they hid from God. Uh, it's as if Peter's in the boat and, and the disciple whom Jesus loved uh, looks on the shore after they catch the fish in John 21. And he says, it is the Lord. And Peter jumps into the, you know, he's lightly clad. So he puts some garments on and jumps into the Sea of Galilee. I mean, brothers and sisters, I think when we choose, when we choose to remain in Christ, I think those commandments, remember I, I talked a little bit ago, how I, and again, this is, I wish I could take credit for it. I'm not that smart. That the, the world is not a moral one. It is a mystical one. Who are we in relationship with? And when we remain in Christ, we, that, that when, when we are in relationship, that uh, sap throws through us, that, that growth happens, that connection is real, and I know whose I am and who I am. And, and the commandments are, are a natural outflow uh, of, of that relationship, that the universe isn't a moral one primarily, not first and foremost anyway. It is a mystical one. It's a relational one. And when I choose to step away from that moral one, though, when I choose, I sever myself from that vine and I take myself outside of that grace. Um, and, uh, and God invites us back in. He never stops offering it. But we place up that wall that says, I'm no longer worthy. Uh, I'm no longer, I, I mean, shame in a sense takes over. Uh, I, I'm ashamed to present myself in my fullness. You know, there's a story and I'll tell it and I'm sure it's a story. It's not real. But it's a story of a grandmother and uh, a granddaughter talking. And the granddaughter has all these, these dolls. And the grandmother says, ah, these dolls are beautiful. Tell me which one you love the most. Tell me which one is your favorite. And the granddaughter says, don't, don't laugh at me uh, if I tell you. And the grandmother says, oh, of course I won't. And the granddaughter picks the, the uh, one doll out of all of them that is the most uh, roughshod. It is, it is uh, just being held together barely and stuffing coming out of it and, uh, and, and just is not attractive. And the grandmother looks at the granddaughter and says, why did you choose that one? And the, and the granddaughter says, because this one needs my love the most. Brothers and sisters, why, when we need God's love the most, 
And, and again, I think this is universal. I don't think this is just Joe. And if it is, again, well, then, then you're learning more about me than, than maybe you want to know. But why primarily, when we need God's love the most, do we choose to take ourselves out of God's love? Because that's when God wants to give it to us the most. We are called, brothers and sisters, to remain in the love of God. And, and we've talked about that. And, and you know, every one of us, I, I've, I've talked about hiding, whether that's Adam and Eve in the garden or Peter in the boat or whatever it is. We all have our, our ways of hiding from God uh, and maybe just getting busy with other things. And we become too busy for prayer. And that's our way of hiding. Um, because prayer, gosh, we got to be honest with ourselves and honest with God in the midst of it. And on those moments, at least for me, those are moments of exile when I feel separated from God and not only feel separated from God, I feel separated from myself. I feel separated from who I am because I think my friends, we are most who we are when we are in God, because then we are who we are made to be. And when we choose to step outside of those commandments that God gives us. When we choose to step outside who God made us to be in him, we're in exile. And, uh, and when we're in exile, I, I think that, that we need tools at our disposal. One, to recognize I'm in exile again, and I've placed myself in exile again. I've placed myself in this prison of my own making. I've taken myself outside of the umbrella and and the, the unconditional love of God, and I need to place myself back in it. What tools do we use? And I brought some up yesterday, just in passing, and maybe I want to spend a little more time on that today. What tool or tools do you have at your disposal that you can and have used to place yourself back uh, in that, that, that space, that, that grace, which is always there, but, but that takes those walls down and, and invites you not to hide anymore. So when I say this, what tools are those? Are those just quiet time? Is that a quiet time? Do you, do you make space and time for God every day? Uh, whether that's three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of just allowing God to speak to you and you to God. Maybe it is reading um, a scripture passage every day, or maybe it's a favorite scripture passage. I think of my daughter, Bridgie, Philippians 4, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Maybe that's all you need. And you just ponder that again and you remember, I need Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but when I'm outside of that, I can't do it. And that invites you back into that relationship again. Because it's not God keeping us, right? We know that. Maybe it's a favorite song, and you got Spotify on your phone, and it's ready, and my gosh, maybe we use it three times a day because that's how many times we need it. Well, you know what? Praise God. Um, and we just... Maybe that grounds us. Maybe it's, um, you know, we just got to get back to, to Mass again because we've been away. Maybe it's reconciliation, and I just need to hit that sacrament because I need the priest to look at me and say, you are forgiven. 
by the ministry, you know, he doesn't say vested in me, by the, by the ministry uh, and, and, and given to me on behalf of the church. You're absolved of all your sins. Maybe it's just hearing the voice of a loved one, a spouse, a parent, a child, a best friend, who reminds you, you are good, and you are loved, and you are not alone. Maybe it is a favorite book, and you need to go back to it and reread it just to ground yourself in it. Maybe it's listening to a, to a speaker. You know, Father Mike Schmitz has a, a podcast uh, that he's so good. You know, maybe it's just listening to him again. And, and whether it's explaining scripture or just breaking open who God is, maybe it's Father Barron or Bishop Barron now, you know, um, and just remembering who you are, who God is, where he is. Brothers and sisters, what tool do you use when we are in exile and we forget God's love for us. Make sure you've got that there. We're called to remain in the love of God and to share this love with other people. Um, You know, there's that marvelous story, and I've used it before. I'm sure everybody has because it's so powerful. Uh, St. Maximilian Kolbe, when he was in Auschwitz, uh, somebody escaped from a, a work detail in Auschwitz and as a punishment uh, to keep people from attempting to do that in the future, uh, at, at the next morning they chose 10 people at random who would be executed because of this one person chose to escape. And uh, Maximilian was not one of the people that uh, was chosen. To, to die, but one of the people who was chosen to die was a married man who had children. And as the man was being taken away uh, to, to, to be executed, Maximilian stepped forward and asked the com- commandant, he said, um, would you please take me in his place? You know, brothers and sisters, I am certain that Maximilian did not want to die that day. I am certain he didn't wake up and say, how can I be martyred and remembered? How can I give myself, uh, you know, uh, for another so I can be remembered in posterity? Or, or who can I be martyred for? I'm sure he got up that day and said, Lord, help me be who you need me to be today and how you need me to be today. And in a moment, the moment presented itself, which I suspect he hadn't thought of in his wildest imagination, But in that moment, he was able to give himself uh, and show not only that man whose place he took, but all those other prisoners what love looked like. But I am certain, I am certain that it was the many, many deaths that he had that led up to that, that he was able to do this big death. I mean, it's that same thing we talked about yesterday, right? That purgation, that many ways that he was, he was pruned and purified and purged of all those other things. So at that moment, in that space, he was able to say, Lord, yes, to this last one that you invite me to. I bring that up, brothers and sisters, merely to say, that's how much our God loves us. Jesus says that, as the Father loves me, so I also love you. We know he loved us to the end. 
and he gave him his very self for us. And that's, we're not different. That's how we're invited in to loving others today, too. Maybe not in, in ways that Maximilian did, but maybe in small ways. Small ways that eventually lead to big ways. How can I die to whatever agenda I have going on today so that another in my life may live? Maybe that another is my best friend. Maybe my spouse. Maybe my child. Maybe my co-worker. I don't know. Maybe it's somebody we don't know, like Maximilian. But how can I simply meditate that God loves me that much? And I'm called also uh, to die in small and large ways so that others may live. Because if my agenda is keeping them from life, how do I put that aside? It's difficult. And, and, And I suspect none of us like it. But it also is what love looks like. Boy, three verses. Gone 17 minutes. Didn't need to do that. Well, bless you. Let's uh, take this to prayer, shall we? And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth glorious mystery, the Assumption of Mary. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, I want to thank God in a special way today because it is Molly Mary Margaret's uh, birthday today. Happy birthday, Molly, number 22. And also, that leads me into another thing. Tomorrow, very early in the morning, we are hopping in uh, a car and driving to Ames, Iowa to see Molly because she's graduating this weekend from Iowa State University. So I'm not sure when and how tomorrow's podcast is going to happen. That will be a mystery and will remain to be seen. But uh, just know if it's weird and late at night or on the weekend, that's why. So blessings to all of you and have the best Thursday.